Do you think Shane hates Rick Sanchez because he is Rick Sanchez? Didn't we talk about this already? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, he was Rick Sanchez before Rick Sanchez was Rick Sanchez. Oh, maybe that's where it comes from. Podcast. I am your host this week, unexpectedly, uh, Courtney Dossett, and I am joined with Derek. Hey there. And Josh. Hey, everyone. And we're going to be talking about what we've been playing this week and talk about some new news. So, Derek, what have you been playing? Wow, right to business. We're going right to business. Jeez. I don't care how the fuck you've been doing. I don't want to know about your life. I'm just kidding. What do you guys you sound You sound really about? comfortable in the host role as well. I'm not. You don't sound. You don't sound uncomfortable at all. He I don't actually, sound uncomfortable. No, I'm kidding. You sound really uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable. I don't really like. I don't really like having to be the first one to speak. Um, I usually let someone else do it so that when they trip, I can laugh at them. But when I'm the one tripping, <laughs> it's not quite as funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you have a low bar to live up to. <laughs> I mean, you haven't burped yet, and we haven't already eaten anything. So I, I can't eat. And uh, I've been doing really good about not burping on on the podcast this week. I was a little gross last week. Have you burped on the podcast before? Yeah, I think you're. I think you're blaming her for. I think you're blaming Shane for what she did. Oh. Yeah, I was burping last week, but I couldn't help it. So. I still. I still blame. But Shane. I don't. I don't do the burping talking thing like he does. If, if it makes you feel better, we all suck at hosting. So. <laughs> you mean you don't? Do the, you don't do the. You don't do the Rick Sanchez like I he does. I can't. Like I like. Part of me, like the gross bachelorette frog in me, wants to be able to do that. Like, there's a part of me that wants to be able to compete with the boys and do it, but mm. I can't physically do it. So, and that's okay. Do you think Shane hates Rick Sanchez because he is Rick Sanchez? Didn't we talk about this already? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, he was Rick Sanchez before Rick Sanchez was Rick Sanchez. Oh, maybe that's where it comes from. Uh, but I don't know. He's gonna be so mad at me. Anyway. <laughs> So we're Anyways, all alive. what? That's a that's a topical, it's <laughs> a topical topic. Shane hating me, I don't or know. how Shane I don't know is what we're Rick? About. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one. Shane is Rick. What's I mean, a fingerling? Think, what's a fingerling? Shopkins are stupid. Fuck Peta. Um, so we're like all the alive. Bread? No, Peta, like the animal organ, like the, the pit? quote animal Peta rights. Pit? Oh, animal rights with giant air quotes organization. Fuck Peta. More like animal wrongs. <laughs> Oh no. Um <laughs> So we're all alive, more or less. We're all doing reasonably well. Anybody have anything exciting going on or any anything they want to talk about before we talk about our games? Or were you just giving me shit? I I have I have a paper and two tests to do in an hour. Jesus Christ. Like within the next hour? Yes, ma'am. Jesus. Oh. Well, we'll get done first quickly then, I guess. <laughs> Jesus, Josh. No, that's okay. I, I like to live off the seat of my pants. Live off the seat of your pants? Mm-hmm. Is it fly live- by the seat of my I think your it's, pants? No, because it's fly, fly, fly sounds seat. temporary. Living is until I'm dead. Oh. Okay. You shouldn't you shouldn't procrastinate like that. Just saying. It's calculated. Calculated procrastination. Yes. 
<laughs> is hard. that one of those things? Now, do you do the thing where you like you say you're going to do your homework or you're going to work on something, but you have three days to do it, so you don't do it the first day, you don't do it the second day, and then like the last day, you're like, fuck, now I have to do it. I don't have a choice. Um, sometimes. This time it was just because I didn't want to do it at all. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, that's not true. Though. Uh, I started it early. I just didn't finish it until now. Oh, well, there you go. I feel, I feel like I'm very much the opposite, and I try to do everything I need to do first so that there's nothing to do afterwards. Uh, I try. I try to be good about keeping on top of things, and usually I can, but I um, I get really mad when you get assignments that are just straight-up busy work, and you know they're busy work, or, or the professor's not going to look at it or not going to actually care. Like, um, I turned in an assignment late last week because I didn't really want to do it, and I knew it was busy work, and I half and I didn't even half-ass it. I quarter-assed it. I, I didn't even write the minimum requirement for the assignment. A plus. And I got it back from my teacher with a check check on it. He said, great work. <laughs> two and check marks like, out of two check marks. Like, like he, like, cause we don't have grades. They don't really, technically we don't have grades or get grades on stuff, but One like of those hipster schools. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a liberal arts college. Um, but yeah, so like I didn't, we don't get grades, but like there was like two checks are, is really good. And he said how well I did and didn't have any comments on what I needed to change or improve on. So I was like, well, I'm going to be phoning in the rest of this class for sure because I definitely have senioritis. So <laughs> thanks for that, Prof. Ugh. School's no fun. I'm ready to be done with it. But you are you are almost done. I'm done. I have like a month left. And then you'll miss it. And then I won't miss it. No? No. I'm, I've been, I was done with school before I started school. I just want to be able to play with animals. That's the only reason why I'm doing this, because they won't let you do that unless... I mean, you can. It's just like you can't get paid to do it unless you have a mm. degree, so... Anyway. Not like those folks in PETA. Fuck PETA. Like, oh, they don't even play... They're just terrible. They just say they care about animals. They don't do shit. Anyway. Enough about PETA and animals in school. The bread? The bread is delicious, though. Like, PETA bread is fine. PETA, the organization, needs to die in a fire. Or choke on tofu or something. So, all right. Um, Josh, since you have a test, um, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing Monster Hunter instead of doing my test. <laughs> so, um, yeah, with Monster Hunter took up the bulk of my playtime this week, mostly because I wanted to get the hang of the game so I could play with you guys, even though no one wants to play with me. I um, want to play with you. I am still waiting. Week three waiting for my fucking controller to make it here Let's and i know i'm an adult and i shouldn't have left in alaska and i could have bought a second one and i did but it you're didn't also work. an adult and you shouldn't have trusted shane to ship it to you hey you remember time. remember it's when true. i you remember when shane had my laptop charger and i was going to go meet him in santa monica to get it and he said didn't he give it back the fo- the comic-con the following year yeah like he was saying oh what don't he was like don't come all the way to santa monica just mail it i'll just mail it to you when i get back to alaska and then i he mailed it to me with himself when he got on the plane to Comic-Con the next year. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, I I said something about going out and buying another controller, and I think he finally, like, got his shit together. Like, I was like, I'm just going to go buy one. Like, I'm done waiting. And he was – and, like, I can't charge my face brush. I'm down a pair of pants. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm a mess and left a bunch of stuff behind. But at the same time, like, bring my shit to me. You said you would almost a month ago. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but- so I haven't been able to play with you. Yeah, but – it's been fun so far. For whatever reason, I got really stuck on this one monster. I was trying to get the Horizon Zero Dawn 
costume for the cat for the palico. Oh yeah. Before the expiration date, and on the last day, I only had like two more missions to do it. But for whatever reason, I got super stuck for like three hours on one monster, and I had no problems before that. And since then, I've had no problems either. But for whatever reason, I just couldn't do it. But I eventually did it like at the last second and got That's the costume. Cool. But yeah, it's it's really fun so far. Um, outside of that, I played a lot of Overwatch trying to get those um, Chinese New Year skins, which I haven't gotten shit for so far. Uh, um, I got a May skin in my free box. You know, when you first log in? Oh, yeah. That first box you got, I had a May skin in there from, from last, last year. Last year's That's right. all I wanted. That's all I needed in life. I didn't really want anything. Well, I do want. I want the Mercy skin, but I mean, like, oh. that was so exciting. Yeah. Um, let's see. I got, I played Dragon Ball, which it seems like the online's getting worse instead of better over oh, time. No. Like, the daily quests aren't working anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is, but the game's still a lot of fun, but I mean, they really need to get their shit together with online, especially when it's a fighting game. And that's kind of like the main thing. Yeah. Um, uh, I've been playing more Star Wars Battlefront 2. After that news that came out last week that EA is going to bring back microtransactions in the near future, I've been trying yeah. my hardest to unlock all the characters while they're still cheap since they might raise yeah, the price on them back up. So I've been playing that, and it's, again, like I said last time, it's a really fun game. So I'm enjoying playing it and logging on and doing the daily quests and everything. But again, I'm just trying to get ahead of the microtransactions at this point. Oh, and a really cool thing was that apparently there was a glitch in the middle of the week where... Uh, achievements weren't unlocking the rewards that you're supposed to get. So they sent everybody an apology loot box with 4,000 credits in it. And oh, wow. it didn't affect me in the slightest. And I didn't even know what happened until like a day later. <laughs> so I just turned it on and I got a box full of like 4,000 credits and all this equipment. And I was like, all right, fucking cool. <laughs> but yeah, at this point, I just need to unlock, uh, I think it was Leia and Chewbacca. And then I've unlocked all the characters. And then after that, there's like four or five ships I need to unlock that are cheaper than the characters themselves and after that i'm pretty much done nice and i won't have to worry about getting ripped off with the microtransactions anymore until um, they release new shit yeah pretty much uh and then i played the new fire emblem heroes update that added like a music uh music game mini game that's I a heard lot people like people are going crazy over that really i haven't heard people's feedback i just started playing it myself but... yeah like there's like people demanding that it become its own game and stuff like that it's really fun. I mean, it's just like Dissidia. I'm not Dissidia. Um, Theatrhythm, Final Fantasy. So anyone who's played that can kind of know what it's like. You just tap the buttons to the rhythm. If you pick a harder difficulty, it's more like the actual Theatrhythm where you have to tap the particular character instead of mm -hmm. the default difficulty where you could just tap the bottom of the screen. And it, as long as it's on beat, it doesn't matter where you're tapping. Um, the only complaint about it is that just, it's just one song. And that just gets oh, okay. progressively harder for like 100 stages. Ugh. Um, well, that's not true. There's a boss every 20 stages that has a different song. But stage mm -hmm. 1 through 19, before <laughs> you get to the 20th one, is, is the same song that's just progressively harder. Um, I don't know what the reward for level 100, for completing level 100 is, but I'm hoping it's a Tokyo Mirage character. It's probably not, and I'm setting myself up for disappointment, but that's okay. <laughs> um, let's see... Uh, Pokemon Go came out with new Pokemon, which actually I'll, we can talk about that when we get to news, but I've been playing more Pokemon Go because of that. And then outside of that, yeah, nothing particularly special. That's about the stuff that I've been spending actual time playing. I've Oh, oh, oh shit. I almost forgot Street Fighter V. Remember a few weeks ago when I was complaining about that Akuma mission? Yes. Where he was like super impossible and it seemed like it existed just to drain your money. 
Yeah. So they came out with a new one this week. It was uh, an M. Bison version. And I thought Bison would be easier to deal with. That fucker beat me 45 times before I finally beat him. Mm. Which drained 45,000 fight money, which is like three months worth. If you do like the daily quests every day for three months. So, yeah, fuck that game. But I had to do it. That competitive side of me wouldn't let the computer beat me. But that's what they want because eventually I'm going to run out of money and I'm going to have to pay real money if I want anything like new stages or stuff. So on the bright side, I got the free beautiful Joe costume. So (laughs) but yeah, that's about that. That's the end of it. So you said you didn't get any of the new skins from the Lunar New Year event for Overwatch, though. I didn't get any of the Lunar New Year. I haven't got any of the new normal loot box skins. I haven't got shit in a really long time, actually. Wow. Wait, no, what did I get? I did pull a legendary, but it was like the Punk Tracer or some shit. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, I, I'm sitting on 7,000 coins, so I could just buy the Cat Diva if I wanted to, but... Yeah, I want Cat Diva. Everybody Part of me just wants to hold out. Part of me just wants to hold out until I just pull it. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Derek? Fucking loot boxes, right? Oh, fucking loot boxes. <laughs> It's gambling. It's like booster packs. They're moving to make them, uh, make them considered gambling in Washington State now. Yeah, I've been re- like, it seems like a lot of places are starting to want to follow suit, which is really interesting because it's like very much where the entire industry or a large portion of the industry seems to be going. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure we'll talk about in the news portion, but uh, yeah, I was thinking about microtransactions today, and then I was like, man, they're just like booster packs in a trading card game. And I was like, man, I want to get into another trading card game. Because <laughs> there's nothing like the joy of ripping open booster packs and then like getting shit that you want. And then so immediately after I thought that, I downloaded some like WWE like tops app where you can like open booster packs and stuff, but it wasn't very fun because it's all digital. Oh. It's like not the same. So it's like Hearthstone, but with wrestlers? No, because it's like like they're just the, like it's just collectible cards. Oh, so you to Hearthstone with wrestlers though? Shit, I'd play the the hell out of that. Make it Man, a game. They got That's. I good. don't know anything I, about wrestling, I, so they have a ton of they have a ton of mobile games. So I'm surprised that's actually not one of them. Make it. Well, edit um, this out. You can have it. It'll yeah. be. It'll make you millions. Uh, no, I don't have the. I don't have. We don't have licenses uh, to uh, use you those could just, characters. You could just make up wrestlers. Just uh, just I, make it like Fire Pro Wrestling, like Fire Pro Wrestling. You there can you go. Create your own characters, just, and there's whole like WWE rosters and stuff yeah. in it. Yeah, that's true. Skirt around, skirt around those trademarks. Uh, anyways, as to what I've been playing, uh, this week I was like, originally went like I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back to like my goal this year, which was try to just start a game and then finish that game before moving on to another game. La- like last episode, I talked about how hard that was this week. I continued to fail at that <laughs> and played a bunch of shit. Uh, jumped into rise of the tomb Raider a bit. Again, played a couple hours of that. Um, it's, it's really interesting because that is a game that I bought an Xbox one shortly after launch and then sold it at some point um, actually to put towards like an engagement ring for my fiance back way back when. And then uh, rise of the tomb Raider came out like two November's ago or something like that. And you know, like it was a timed exclusive knew it would be coming to PlayStation at some point, but I couldn't wait. I needed to play it. I need to play through it. I needed to finish it. I just played through tomb Raider definitive edition. Um, so I was kind of on a tomb Raider kick and so we ordered another Xbox and then like all of my friends 
were you know they were, they were like oh it's like it's going to be on playstation before you finish it and uh they were right and i still haven't <laughs> finished it to this day and but i played a couple more hours and i'm almost 20 percent finished the game now so wow. uh but it is it is i've like i forgot how good that game is uh mostly i jumped into it because i wanted to see the improvements that they made on the xbox one x um it was already a gorgeous game and it looks even better now like it's it's I think it remains probably one of the best looking games on the console, I'd say, Um, which is crazy because it's like two years old at this point. But just like when you're when you climb up these like incredible vistas and like the the draw distances are just incredible and you can just see this huge environment around you. And then there's these insane action scenes when you're just like running across shit that's crumbling all around you. And it's looks incredible. And it's uh, oh, it's so cool. Um, So that's a lot of fun. Uh, played a bit more, a couple of rounds of PUBG, not, not too much. Uh, that one is interesting as well, because if you guys remember when the game first came out, I had the original Xbox one and I was talking about how shitty it ran on that Xbox yes. one. Um, and then I bought an Xbox one X and I was talking about how much better it ran on the Xbox one X. Uh, there was a recent patch this week and it probably runs about as well on the Xbox one X right now as it did on the original Xbox <laughs> one, uh, back when the game came out like i don't know what the hell they did but like the frame rate is like it's probably like 20 frames a second all the time like it is bad um interestingly enough i was like oh i'll just play one round and i got like sixth that round which is the best that i've done so far so (laughs) and i had like four or five kills in that one too so uh that was interesting to play it at 20 frames a second and do better than i've done in, in at any other point so um has it been that way for everybody or is it just something that you've been it is no it's like a big problem with the latest patch that uh that pretty much everyone is experiencing i think it's actually apparently it actually runs potentially it doesn't look as good but it runs a little bit better on the older xboxes than it does on the xbox one x now so they have messed up something in terms of of like the efficiency of the game or something like that perfect um alternatively also played a little bit of Fortnite, uh which continues to impress me where PUBG is just disappointing a lot of the time. Uh, they, they they keep releasing patches. The game keeps getting smoother and smoother. Uh, they actually noted, they, they released kind of like an, a little bit of an update plan this past week because um, the game is actually getting to the point where like last Sunday it hit like 3.4 million concurrent players, which is a new record for it. And um, it was at that night they were getting to the point where people were having server issues and they were having trouble playing the game uh, naturally because they weren't expecting that many people to be trying to play at once. Um, So they kind of outlaid their plans for uh, scaling uh, to fit more players as well as kind of some some future update plans for new weapons and how they plan to... um, you know, keep the game fresh uh, with like new skins and weapons and how they'll be rotating out weapons be so that the game is just not saturated with a thousand different weapons all the time and everything like that. Um, they also noted that they are, uh, of course it's a game that is in uh, it's developed in the unreal engine uh, and it's made by Epic games who made that engine. So of course they are going to be some of the best people in terms of making the game run efficiently. And so they actually said that in a, in an update that's upcoming, uh, it already runs close to 60 frames a second on PS4 Pro and on Xbox One, but you'll actually be able to enable a 60 frames per second mode on the original Xbox One as well as the PS4, uh, which is pretty insane. Uh, they said it'll be like minimum, it'll change minimally in terms of graphics when you do that, but um, it'll run at a full 
uh, locked 60 frames per second when that happened. So that was pretty cool. Um, ah, that, that game is so polished and I, I've talked about it before. It's so polished. It's so much, fun, so much, so much fun. Um, Michaela is still really into that game. She's, <laughs> she's having, she's struggling sometimes folks like, like she'll, she'll play that instead of, instead of doing school stuff sometimes, which is crazy. Uh, she got to number two the other day, wow. which I was super impressed with. Um, yeah, I thought that was super cool. Uh, like she's, she's just kind of learning the process and learning, you know, the, like how running and crouching and changes the sounds that you make and trying to get more um, sneaky all in that regard and everything like that. And it's been pretty cool to kind of see her embrace that game uh, more than I have even a couple more played accounting plus, which was this VR game that came out last month for uh, PlayStation VR. I believe it was already on the PC VR systems. It's this uh, comedy game written by Justin Roiland, who is the creator of Rick and Morty and House of Cosby's and all of that. Um, so if that is your type of humor, this is one of the funniest games that I've ever played. If it's not your type of humor, Shane O'Hare, <laughs> you're probably, you're like pretty much alone there, but uh, uh, then don't play it because you know what you're getting into. But, uh, it is so fucking funny and it's funny right from the get go. Like it got like I was stand like I'm standing there with this VR headset on my head and I'm sitting on the title screen for like 10 minutes because there's like a narrator and he just can he just keeps going and going and going. Um, and I like lit like I literally waited till he stopped to jump into the game and like every uh, it's it's kind of got a story where like you're an accountant and uh you know you're this new accountant for this company and they are rolling out like vr accounting which is supposed to make you like much more productive in in your accounting and then you end up going into the wrong vr and uh, oh no and yeah and you just kind of keep going deeper and deeper and deeper into into vr um and it's it's super funny and it's like like very it it try, it, it sounds like it's trying to be like a commentary as to like like how ridiculous like VR is kind of when you talk about it, like once you go into that first level, you like get a phone call and they're like, Oh no, we've done it now. Like we should have never, there's no coming back from this. Like, and it's just so funny. Um, it's definitely one of those games that I will be showing to people that have not experienced VR or even if they have, and you know, they're a fan of uh, Rick and Morty or house of Cosby's or anything like that, because it's like, you, you'd like, just gutting yourself laughing through the entire like hour, hour and a half that it takes to play the game. Um, started evil within two. I uh, had it sitting on my shelf for a little while after picking it up on sale uh, back in December. And it is fantastic. Um, just the, like the gameplay. I played it for like an hour, an hour and a half so far. The gameplay feels so much smoother than it did in the first game. Um, and like like the story, it's a little bit patchy right now because it's a direct sequel and I did not actually finish the first game. Um, so I'm kind of piecing some things together, but they have been doing a pretty good job of explaining things. But uh, the story just seems like like right from the get go, it seems significantly more interesting. Um, seems like it's kind of going to have some open world elements, which is interesting because that is something that I do struggle with a lot of the time. I kind of like my games to be more linear experiences, but um, it is also an Xbox One and x enhanced game and it, it looks freaking phenomenal um i haven't like like there's a it, it's creepy and like the level design is really good i haven't found myself overly scared of it at this point and i don't know if it's not scary in, in comparison to some of the other games that i've played as of late or if it's just that 
like most of the horror titles I've played over the past year have been in VR. Mm. And so I don't know if it's I'm just so desensitized now to like 2D experiences that that they're just not getting to me. Whereas like like still, I you know, I talked about playing the inpatient. I still haven't picked that one up again <laughs> because it made me so uncomfortable. Like Resident Evil 7 is going to take me like 45 years to beat um, if I ever am able to put it in again. But this game, like I was just didn't have any pro- like often I will play and, and I'll get uncomfortable and then I'll have to turn it off. Um, at least that, you know, that's been the case with these VR games and I'm not feeling that at this point with this one. And even though there's fucking creepy shit all over the place and, um, you know, I've jumped a few times and everything like that, but I, I'm I'm interested to put more time into that. Um, yeah, it looks great. It's, uh, just like things like the textures and everything like that. And the frame, you can, uh, unlock the frame rate. So it runs at like 45 to 60 frames per second. Most of the time, it seems like, and it just looks fantastic. The main character kind of looks like Keanu Reeves a lot of the time. So (laughs) that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. And and that's so funny. (laughs) I just like, yeah, I just imagine it's like John wick, like running around this like little town. Um, and then, so I saved the worst for last. And so this is a game that like, I remember people like growing up, people loved and even I, uh, so it came out recently as the recently Xbox one started, they, they started launching original Xbox games as backwards compatible games as well. And people were talking about the games they wanted to play. And this was like on the top of like almost every list it seemed like. And that game was fusion frenzy, which was a launch game for the, (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I read it all over the place, Jesus. though, and uh, I, and so I I recently subscribed to the the Xbox Game Pass, and that's one of the games on there. So the other night, uh, I got home from work pretty late, and then you know to like Michaela and I ended up staying up later than we should, and because I wanted to try this Fusion Frenzy game because it was on Game Pass, and I had downloaded it and everything like that, and it is one of the worst fucking games I've ever played, <laughs> like. It is garbage. Like, like it looks like shit. Like, I didn't expect it to look good because it's from 2001, but it looks like shit. Like, even from what I remember those games looking like. Um, Better Life 3 it, it's and like Jet this, Set Radio and um, Munch's oh, Odyssey yeah, came like, out at the same time. Oh, and those games are gorgeous. Like, this looks like garbage. Uh, it's like, I don't even know how to ex- like describe it almost. Like, it, like, you play this fusion frenzy mode, which is supposed to be kind of like a... Like, I thought it was going to be like a Mario Party type thing where it's like a board game type thing, but you just kind of randomly choose chunks. Like, it's like, how many chunks of the city do you want this game to last? But then it doesn't actually affect anything in the game. And all you all it is is like a background or something like that. But it just is like random mini game after random mini game. But most of them seem like just like small variations on each other. And none of them are very well explained. So most of the time you're like most of the mini games i'm just like what the fuck am i doing and then the computers are way better than you (laughs) like uh and then randomly like this guy just starts yelling fusion frenzy and (laughs) but it sounds like an out it sounds like an outtake or something because like the voice like the voice is just terrible like it sounds like he was like practicing or 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 something and that's the one that they recorded um but we played one round and i i never want to play that game again that was the worst experience Ever. Like I, I was so stoked. I, was, I had like pushed the download to my Xbox because like it was like one of those things where you're reading like a thread on like the like I had read it a bunch and, and people had a lot of fond memories. And I remember people in high school like playing Fusion Frenzy and I had a PlayStation at the time. So I missed out on that. I was like, I'll just go, I'll just play all these other good games instead. But um, Microsoft gave it a five out of five. <laughs> eBay gave it a four point <laughs> really? seven. 
Amazon's yeah. uh, giving it a five out of five. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so I was like, so I, like, it was like the day we decided to play it. I think it was another, um, it was like a thread on Reddit or something. It was like, which original Xbox games would you like to see uh, pushed over to the backwards compatibility? And like, like the top comment was like, well, Fusion Frenzy is already there, so I don't need anything else. And that, and so I was like, okay, like I'm going to play this. I'm excited. Like push it to my Xbox. Like I was so excited all day to go home and play it. And what the fuck is like, how do you even, how is that even a video? game? <laughs> like people paid $60 for that piece of shit. Like, holy crap. I'm done. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done ranting about it. Just wait until they but like, just wait until they bring out Fusion Frenzy 2. Then you'll really have something to complain about. <laughs> but I, I just keep like one. thinking about it and getting like, like, dude, I, I just keep thinking the, about it and getting irrationally angry. The like, narrator be, I was Fusion on the phone, Frenzy 2 I was on the phone. fucking terrible. Like there's, it's treated like a I don't know. Show. Is it, how could it be worse than Fusion Frenzy than the first game? Uh, it's like it it has this obnoxious like game show host that gives like stupid long unnecessary commentary between every game so it's like imagine playing fusion frenzy one and all the mini games fucking suck and they're boring and you'd rather that, do that a is thousand fusion things. frenzy one but in between every stage you have to sit there and listen to some obnoxious blasto looking motherfucker talk about how well, these games are so exciting. It's Fusion Frenzy 2. <laughs> like, in between every fucking stage. It's terrible. No, thanks. And the achievements were impossible. Uh, like, I was... It's been a few days since we played, and almost every time I've been on the phone with her, at some point, randomly, I'm just like, what the fuck was that game? Like, why Why do people like that? Like, uh, it's horrible. You're not wrong. It's a fucking terrible game. We should play it together at Comic Con. Yeah, we should. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do a live stream. A live stream us How playing fucking terrible horrible games. it is. Of us killing ourselves because it's so fucking awful. <sighs> Anyways, that's all I've been playing. Um, well, I'm sorry. You played Fusion Frenzy. <laughs> so is he. <laughs> um, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I, uh, I played Overwatch some this week. I realized that the Lunar Event started and I got excited for loot boxes. Because um, I... I've been waiting to play Monster Hunter. Obviously, I've complained about it like eight times now. Um, so I've kind of just not been interested in anything but that. But and then I remembered the Lunar Event was going on. So I popped on. Um, I got to do the new um, Capture the Flag map, which I can't pronounce. It's uh, It starts with an A. Uh, it's a Taiwanese what? map. The new the new map for Capture oh, the Flag. It starts like God. the name of the map starts with an A. It's like. By the way, Capture the Flag is terrible. It is terrible. Uh, I, but I, ha- I hate capture the flag on Overwatch. Yeah, it's terrible. But um, I I usually play arcade mode when I'm trying to mine for boxes because you you get one every three wins on top of all your experience wins. And the other options for arcade that day were not not good for me. So yeah, they were terrible mode. There's like one v one, and there's like one v one. There's the the death match thing that I never win. There's comp- competitive capture the flag now, which is even worse than regular capture the flag. But um, I actually did really well playing. I kept I got really lucky and got some good groups because I wasn't playing with anybody, and so I actually won a couple boxes that way. I think I got like four boxes the first day I played, um, and I did get the base skin that I wanted. I got. A couple other skins, but not ones that I'm really looking for or that belong to characters that I really play. I think I got like a Torbjorn skin, a Reinhardt skin. I did get a purple Moira skin, um, but, you know, nothing I was super excited for beyond that May skin. But I don't even play May anymore. Uh, Good. 
<laughs> I like May. You know, I have a May sticker on my car. I like May's May. terrible. I like May. Um, well, don't be surprised if people try to ram into your car. Oh, uh, n- that hasn't happened yet, thankfully. <laughs> Give it time. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I played a little bit of Skyrim, and then I was playing um, Two Lines, I think it's called. The the game that um, Toxic recommended. Dancing Line. That Toxic recommended last week. It's actually really fun. I had to stop playing because I actually, um, my thumbs aren't working right, so I couldn't play. <laughs> um, but it's really fun. I really enjoyed playing it. So I just didn't get to get very far, but I haven't been able, I didn't gotten to play much this week. So that's all I played. Um, But Overwatch has a patch coming up where they're nerfing Sombra. Did we talk about that already? Why are they nerfing Sombra? Sombra. Yeah, they're nerfing Sombra. So, um, because Shane texted me like the day the news came out and was really upset because it's going to change how he has to play. Um, Because what they're doing is Sombra... No longer will if you hack a health pack, it's not gonna help contribute to your ult the same way. So they're trying to force Sombra players to focus on hacking other players and doing other things to build up her ult. And it's keeping her from being like an ult what do they call her? Like an ult grinder or something. So she's not gonna be able to be played the same way. So that'll be interesting for a lot of people. Um and then I guess in the next patch, the other thing, the only other thing I saw that was kind of interesting was they're making it so now that when you're in the character selection, you can also change your skin. So if you pick a character you don't usually play, you can change the skin that you have. Or if you decide you don't want that skin, you got a new one, you can change it around in character selection. How do you have to? How do you change the skins you now? Can't be in game. So you have to, yeah, you oh, have really? to be. So you have to go to like the main menu and go into your character what's it like the hero selection and you can go through it and look at your different ones and choose which one you want and choose all your stuff for that character. Mm. But then when you enter a game, once you're in queue, you, or if you, if you're in a game, then you can't go back and change it. So, I mean, it's a small cosmetic thing, but it's kind of cool that they're changing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why you play. It makes it easier. Cosmetic loot boxes, yeah. right? Yeah. It makes it a lot easier to pick the character that you want. Yeah. Or but... at least customize it. Um, uh, how, do you guys feel like just I've never really cared that much about cosmetics in games? Like, do you guys feel like you do you change the skins that you're using that often? I do. I do. Yeah, you do. Like for this one, I made sure to switch to my diva Chinese New Year one since the Chinese New Year events mm-hmm. going on. Um, and yeah, yeah, depending on the character, because some of them have really cool skins. Like I'll switch them every like couple weeks, usually. Like okay. I had the I kept the Cthulhu skin for a while until it felt out of season and then I changed back to a different one. Um, but then also some of the skins that you have, like especially Zenyatta skins, he's got those two Jin skins that he has um, actually changed how visible he is. <laughs> Cause it's got that really oh, high okay. hat and it's got like a big feather that sticks up that normally he doesn't have. So he's more visible when you have those skins on, uh, which I've noticed. Mm-hmm. And so I've actually quit using that skin because I die a lot more when I wear it. I don't know if that's, a perception thing or i guess i could do the math for it but i i i actually change my skins out a lot <laughs> um oh and the other cool thing that came out of overwatch in the last week was that uh shanghai dragons has signed the first professional female overwatch player to their team nice we were just talking about that last week too did we talk about it we talked they were did they sign her last week no uh, we were talking about how they needed oh one. yeah like how because that's been something that people have been complaining about with Overwatch League a lot is that like there's not a lot of diversity, and so now they have one girl in the league. 
<laughs> kind of like how we have one girl on the podcast. <laughs> Token. Although you're not always the most feminine of the group. That is very true. Shane, Shane beats me out a lot. Oh, well. <laughs> I never claim to be feminine. I'm just the girl. Yeah, that's true. It's fine. You have stiff competition uh. regardless. <laughs> Um, you guys were talking about Monster Hunter and how sweet Monster Hunter is. I still want to check it out, but uh, I wish these consoles had crossplay yeah. because I would get it on the Xbox. But everyone that I know would play it on PlayStation and is playing it on PlayStation, so it's tough. That's tough. Oh, did you did you sell your uh, PS4? No, I still have it, but I like I haven't. I don't have PlayStation oh. Plus because I don't play my PlayStation online ever. Um, and I have the more powerful Xbox One, so the game would look significantly better playing it on that. That's tough. Uh, but speaking of Monster Hunter, uh, it, Monster Hunter World is the fastest selling game in Capcom's history, which is freaking crazy. Um, so they announced that after three days, uh, three days following its launch, there was more than 5 million copies shipped. And then a couple of days, February 9th, so a couple of days back, they announced that they had shipped over 6 million copies wow. at that point which made it the fastest selling Capcom game, which is crazy. Um, and that is at the point where the PC version doesn't come out until later this year either. So that is only console sales at this point. Uh, it pretty much instantly like jumped to the top of the Xbox One like like top selling list, which is crazy because PUBG has been at the top of that since the day PUBG came out. And PUBG is uh, free, isn't it? PUBG is not free. PUBG is oh. like four. It's like an early access, like 40. I think it's 40 bucks. In Canada, anyway, so twenty nine ninety nine probably in the states. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty insane. Uh, I know the Monster Hunter games always sell really well, and they're always big sellers. I but uh, when I mean, I guess this is like people have been playing it on three DS or PSP or whatever for. Was there was did did was there a Vita version in North America or no? No, yeah. So people have been playing on. I mean, there was a one on Wii U or was that a Wii game? There was one on Wii U, right? Yeah, it was yeah, a port like, of the three DS. One, which is also a port of the Wii version. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, people have been playing it on their mobile consoles forever. um, And apparently, and and I know it always sold really well, but to to sell that many console versions that quickly or or ship them anyways is quite the feat. It's Um, cool, too, to see how far it's come, because if you remember, like the first two games sold terribly, but that was mostly because of the hardware limitations. Because they, they were do, like, yeah, they were like two parts one and two were like one or were like two of like five games that required that old PlayStation two hard drive to be able oh, to run it. Oh, right. And like yeah. no one had it. So it just yeah. fucking sat there Didn't and it like died. come with like you bought Final Fantasy 11 and it came with the hard drive like it was a bundle, wasn't it? Yeah, because you couldn't play Final Fantasy 11 without it either. Yes, right. That's crazy. Um, does it have microtransactions at all? Not as as far as I know, not yet. But they're going to come out with like costumes and stuff like that they, you can pay that you can pay for. Coincidentally, I think the first round is going to be Street Fighter themed <laughs> costumes. Mm, that makes sense. So, um, and I could definitely see why they would add that because uh, just looking at the next piece of news, people apparently people love microtransactions. People love microtransactions, uh, acti- or apparently so. Uh, well, they keep buying them like they do. So, or a, hand, or a handful of people with a lot of disposable income are ruining yeah, it for the rest of us. I'm gonna go with option B. <laughs> so, so Activision Blizzard they announced their uh, Q4 2017 financial results, uh, which included the results for the entire fiscal year. Uh, fiscal year 2017, they made a 
record $7.16 billion in revenue. Uh, $4 billion of that was microtransactions. Which is crazy. And how much of it was Overwatch? Um, Like between Overwatch uh, and Call of Duty, I feel like that's... So they did not detail that. The main thing they detailed is that... uh, the, so $4 billion on in-game purchases. Uh, King, which is the maker of Candy Crush, who they bought a couple years ago, remember? Oh, right, um, right. Uh, King, it was $2 billion in uh, microtransactions just for King properties. So things like Candy Crush and stuff like that. Um, so that's $2, million, $2 billion on the King mobile games and then $2 billion in microtransactions on PC and console games, which is crazy. Um, and I mean, that's like Call of Duty, Overwatch, Destiny 2. They are all super, uh, you know, super filled with microtransactions, right? Yeah. But that's crazy. That's like record year, like four out of seven billion dollars was microtransactions. <laughs> like that shit is not uh, going anywhere. Quit like, buying that shit, y'all. Yeah, no, fucking it up for the rest of there us. There was Whatever. some kid I was talking to. We met on, it was maybe it was Brandon. Uh, we played Overwatch with a couple times. There's another guy I talked to who spends like like several hundred dollars a paycheck buying like Hearthstone cards and Overwatch loot boxes. And I'm sitting there like, you spent as much money as you would on a brand new console on loot boxes. See, I feel like, like for instance, Hearthstone cards is something where like, is that really any different than actually buying a physical like people are into physical card games is it really any different than that it's not for something but like i that? also wouldn't spend that much money on cards i was gonna say though i feel like it is different because with physical cards a lot of people will collect them just for the art there's that too. for one so that's like a bonus aspect to it plus with physical can you cards, trade you can cards in you hearthstone can't, you can't trade them or sell them oh, or anything so like with a real them. card game you can yeah, that was going to be my next point with a real card game. You can sell them back. Because that's a big thing. It was always, yeah, like when I played when I played Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh! where like half of the fun was finding people that had the stuff that you needed so that you could you could trade them. I didn't realize that it wasn't possible in, in no. Hearthstone. It's the cards you have, you get by earning packs, buying packs either with in-game currency or with real money. Um, or by destroying cards that you can destroy cards you have for right because you can turn them into like dust or yeah, whatever you can make right? your yeah, cards yeah. into dust uh, and then you can use that dust to make some cards but not all cards are available mm. so there's still like there's still some cards that like you can't make or that take so much dust that yeah. it doesn't make sense for you to do that okay uh, but it's fucking like I don't care what you're doing, like spending spending $400 or $300 a paycheck, not a month, a paycheck. So basically half these kids' paychecks goes into doing mm-hmm. this. And I'm sitting there like, invest it in Bitcoin at least or something. Jesus Christ. At least with Bitcoin, it might go back up. <laughs> with this, it's just gone. <laughs> Now's the time to buy because it's, it's down, down so, so far. Low. Buy Bitcoin. Don't listen to me. I don't know anything about cryptocurrency. Uh, I... Like, it's interesting. Like, I, for instance, like, I don't really, I I think the only microtransaction that I've ever purchased at this point is, I'm trying to think, like, I don't think I've ever bought anything in a mobile game. Um, Michaela gets sucked into that sometimes. Like, she'll buy, like, she got into Crossy Road for a while and was buying, like, costumes and shit, like, every five seconds. Uh... I think the only one that I bought was I bought the accelerator pack for WWE 2K18 because I just wanted to like be able to play all the superstars in multiplayer and it was like $7 yeah. versus like 
like playing for like a thousand hours to like like to unlock everyone. I think that's the only time I I have purchased it. But I could also see like like something like Fortnite, for instance, which we downloaded for free. Like Michaela's probably put like ten plus hours into, and I've probably put five plus hours into. Like they do their battle pass things, which gets you like accelerated earning in terms of um you know c- cosmetic stuff for a mm. couple of months uh include and you get like a bunch of skins right from the get-go and it's like 10 or 15 dollars or something i could see buying something like that um but mostly at that point like i'm like we've had like we've we've had 15 hours of experience with this game and we haven't paid a penny for it so at that point it's more like i don't really care about the cosmetic stuff and i never really have in any game that i've played you know, like a lot of games where it's like, oh, create your own care, like create your character in like Skyrim or Fallout mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I just like go with basically the default because I'm going to be playing in first person most of the time. And I just want to experience the story. Like I don't care what the character looks like, um, but I can see doing something like that. And it's mostly something where like I whatever you get might be cool or whatnot, but I but doesn't do anything for me. But at the point where I've I'm playing this game for free, like I do want to support the developer in some way at some point. Yeah. I think I bought a pack of cards in Hearthstone because that was the only way to get, like, if you bought a pack, you got a free card, and that card was only available mm. if you bought a pack within this time frame. So I was like, I really like that mm. card. It's a good card. It was like $5 or something, I think, that I spent, and I was I was fine with that. But I don't, like, I purposefully do not buy things like that. Like, I don't do microtransactions. I won't play a mobile game if I have to pay to win because it pisses me off. I hate microtransactions. Mm-hmm. I wish they would just give us the game. But I feel like at the same time, the way like going back to mobile games, for instance, like pretty much nobody I know will actually pay for an app. So like, yeah, I'm one of those people like, yeah. So you're <laughs> one of those people that won't like you say you won't pay for an app, but you also refuse to buy anything in the app. So it's something where you're not like if it if the ad app was a dollar you just would never play that app anyways because you're not well i mean like it it depends on what it was like i bought i did buy the five dollar or six dollars for don't starve mobile so Mm -hmm. i did that because i love that game and i knew it'd be worth it Mm -hmm. but like but i mean there's a lot of great like new experiences on mobile as well that you know either like are free with ads or free with microtransactions that I'm, I do that a lot of free help with you ads. get things faster but I do free with yeah. ads and then if yeah. I like it I'll I'll pay to get rid of the ads but I I, yeah. I haven't run into any game that was like that was a free mm. to try or like a free to play with ads that I was willing to pay to get rid of ads I feel like mm-hmm. though there's a big difference though between free to play mobile games and like full price retail yes. games that keep that keep charging like overwatch is different to me because the cosmetic stuff doesn't affect the game mm-hmm. but then yeah when you start i mean when you're paying the... when you're paying 80 dollars for a game going canadian yeah. again but if you're paying 80 dollars for a game and then you have to buy stuff to to be competitive or whatever like that's a different like story what battlefield completely. 2 was yeah. doing when they were like oh yeah to yeah. get these to get these characters that are gonna womp you have to pay money for it on top of the money you already spent not not yeah then that. they have those star cards that give you like auto aim yeah. and shit and then that's oh really why I wouldn't buy yeah that like game, period. that's one of the th- that's one of the perks on battlefront 2 that you could get in a loot box that gives you like auto aim or like auto targeting with your infantry units and stuff so it's like oh geez it's like you, you could unlock aim botting essentially yeah <laughs> yeah you, that's crazy pay enough money and are lucky enough to pull it from a loot box um and then like you know call of duty has things like now, like Call of Duty World War Two, which I've been playing lately, and I've actually enjoyed quite a bit, like I mentioned before. Right. But that also has a loot box system where it's like 
you can only get certain weapons through loot boxes and that or you'll get perks for like double experience for a certain amount of time which helps you level up faster which gives you better stuff sooner you know it's that kind of stuff and that is a completely different thing to me because it's like you're already buying the game at full price and then they're giving you in-game incentive to spend even more money because mm-hmm. if you don't then you're going to just get stomped by everybody yeah. else who is and i think it's different too if the loot boxes are available by you can earn them by playing the game like you can in overwatch like i could just sit there and grind through the the what do you get three loot boxes a week for doing all the arcade games and then like just keep leveling up all the time and you get loot boxes that's also different yeah. than like i can only get a loot box if i pay for it yeah like in this case of battlefront you could get them with in-game currency but i think the cheap i think like the I think it's the best box. Like, the, whatever the main box is, is 4,000 credits. And each ga- each like round of the game only gives you, like, 200 credits. And it takes you, like, a good hour and a half of two, or two hours of playing to level up once. And you get, like, a 1,000 bonus credits for leveling up. So it's like, if you want to buy the loot boxes with in-game currency, you probably have to sit there for, like, two or three hours of just consistent mm. play just to buy one. Either that or... And this is this is with the reduced prices and everything, like, before the backlash it was a lot it was higher yeah. yeah so it's designed it's designed so that they could just say that they give you a free way to do it it's kind of like back to the street fighter thing it's like they give you the in-game currency so they could advertise on the box that oh you don't have to spend money on dlc or loot boxes but then they make it completely unpractical like impractical to do it with in-game currency and i'm sure that the idea is that they're hoping that people just get frustrated and say I could either sit here and play four hours to pull a loot box that gives me nothing, or I could spend $20 and get like a pack of loot boxes that are more likely to get me something. And it just takes the same amount of time as it takes me to type in a credit card number. Right. It's just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm glad I haven't, I'll always have Nintendo. Nintendo's not going (laughs) to go down that road. I mean, they have Fire Emblem, but (laughs) but that's, that's not on the Switch, so I can live with that. Well, and that was like, like for instance, they because that's you. You can download it and you can buy. Like, is it you buy? I can't remember because I only played it for a little bit. But you buy like currency, which you use to like get the new heroes and stuff, right? Yeah, and even then, though it's a random draw, and then so it's you're a random guaranteed to but get. That's, anything but that's something good. too, where like they're like for instance, Super Mario Run, which was fantastic and totally worth like ten dollars. They played like way underperformed because nobody wanted to play ten, pay ten dollars for a mobile game because everyone's fucking cheap as shit apparently like yeah and and the same financial report they said fire emblem oh it was like yeah. made like millions and millions yeah like just it's the microtransaction like, it's like everyone shits on them all the time but then they like nobody wants to do any like no no consumer wants to do anything to change it it doesn't make any sense yeah and i can proudly say that i played a lot of fire emblem heroes and I haven't spent a dime on <laughs> transactions on it so same same with Pokemon Go, which Pokemon Go actually gives you a lot of ways. Like, oh, I, could get so the I full, did spend some money on Pokemon Go. You could get the full Pokemon Go experience without ever spending a dime on it, which I, especially with the new updates they've done to gyms where you get money a lot faster mm. just from playing. So that game does it well. Like that game actually makes me feel like, oh, I wouldn't mind dropping 20 bucks just because I played it so much right. and it and it's I've gotten so much enjoyment out mm-hmm. of it and the microtransactions don't feel they don't feel required like a lot of games do like this feels like oh you know if i want to if i want to make my life a little bit easier while playing the game like and especially because there's not a competitive aspect to it so any advantage that you're giving yourself by spending money on pokemon go is 
you know, for your own enjoyment, there's mm-hmm. not, it's not giving you a real edge over anybody else. Cause there's no, I, except for if you want like bragging rights to be like, ha ha, I got to level 40 first. If you want to fucking, I guess, walk into sprint and get your little iron on badge that they give you <laughs> if you're at a certain level. Do they really? Uh, yeah. They have one for every multiple of 10. So if you're at level 10, 20, 30, or if you're maxed out at 40, they give you a little That's iron on funny. badge that you can stitch on your bag or whatever. But like, you know, outside of that, it's Pokemon goes like your own enjoyment and they give you plenty of ways again to advance and earn in-game currency without having to like break your back or anything for it. So mm-hmm. that's a game that I probably will eventually be like, you know what, just as a, to show appreciation for the developers, I'll drop like 20 bucks sometime. Yeah. But. Yeah. I think I, I spent, I, that is one that I did buy some, micro, like some, some in-app purchases. I think I spent 10 or $15 on Pokemon go for like, I can't remember if it was like for lures. I think it was probably for lures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just and, use lucky eggs pretty much. But. And I enjoyed the shit out of those lures. So <laughs> it was worth it. And speaking of Pokemon Go too, they came out with a bunch of new um, Ruby and Sapphire Pokemon this past week, and they released Rayquaza as the new legendary raid. And for the next, I think, two weeks, the only Pokemon that are going to spawn are uh, Generation Three Pokemon. Oh, really? So yeah. So if you haven't participated in any of the Gen Three stuff yet, now's the time to get on it because you literally can't find any old Pokemon anymore between. Um, Except for Tauros. I don't know for whatever reason Tauros is still popping up every once in a while. But aside from that, like the only things that are popping up for the next two or three weeks are all the newest ones. Huh. I, haven't, I haven't had Pokemon Go in a long time. But that's just because where I spend most of my time, there was like nothing here because I live in the middle of nowhere. So I quit playing. Yeah. Yeah. I always like Pokemon every, hates every like players. month or something. I'm like, oh, I should try this again. And then I don't. <laughs> but one time I will, I bet. <laughs> And that'll be a great time. <laughs> I'll give them another 10 or $15. Uh, do, just do Pokemon Go in the summer when it's warm. And then I'll encourage you to go outside and walk around in the sun. Yeah, I've been like, I've been starting to, I've been trying to work out more after like not working out for like two mm-hmm. years. Um, <laughs> but it's like cold, super cold and raining all the time. But uh, so I'm using an exercise bike, which is fucking amazing because then I can still watch nice. Netflix or wrestling <laughs> and just sit on the bike. So that's been really great. But I can't catch Pokemon can't while I'm catch doing Pokemon that. So while I gotta, doing that. once it, maybe maybe once it warms up a it's little bit, it's a little warm down here. I'll get like a. It's been, it's it's it was decently warm for like a little bit, but still like pouring rain all the oh. time. See, we've had like warm sunny days, and it's only rained a couple days now, so it's been okay. Yeah, it's been like I think it's been like eight or nine degrees Celsius regularly. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm a fan. And then like yeah. one morning I woke up, and it was one and a half, and I was like, no. <laughs> Was that ye- was that yesterday? Yeah. Because yesterday it was because it had been like above zero for quite some time, and then yesterday my car was all oh, foggy. Was but I was gonna be late for work, so I didn't have time to. Or sorry, not foggy, but yeah. frosty. Um, and then I didn't have time to scrape my like side <laughs> windows, so I just rolled them down and drove with them down <laughs> until the car got like warm enough to that the defrost got warm and then i slowly would bring them up slight a little bit until that part defogged and then bring it up a little bit more but it was a horrible oh, experience no. not like fusion frenzy bad but it was pretty bad <laughs> i feel like fusion frenzy is a good way to transition into our mission objective for the week <laughs> what's your biggest don't trust the critics on this one game uh i i, I wrote that down both because 
I wanted to talk about how shitty Fusion Fusion Frenzy was, but also I feel like I missed doing the mission objectives, and I feel like those led to some great conversations. So I didn't ask you guys even, but I made the executive decision that we should bring those back. I just haven't thought of it. Yes, sir. So so yeah, this this week, so I'm going to try to think of some and write a bunch down so that we can uh, have them going, but... This week's, as Josh just said, what is your biggest don't trust the critics on this one game? Uh, I will start Fusion Frenzy. Uh, if you want to know why, rewind half an hour and listen to that rant again. Uh, and now on to you guys. Uh, mine would be Grand Theft Auto 4 because I wasn't the biggest Grand Theft Auto fan to begin with, but the reviews at the time were coming out and they were all saying that like it changed the face of gaming and it was an Oscar-worthy storyline and all this shit. Was it? Was it? Part four that Adam Sessler said it was like the great expectations of our time, or was that part five? I don't remember. I think I feel like that was part five. Okay, yeah, I think that was part five. But regardless, they were hyping the shit out of Grand Theft Auto Four, and then I bought it, and it was the most boring slog I've fucking played in a really long time. I really didn't like that game. The physics sucked. The story was felt shallow from what I played. The nuance that they said was in the character development in the review was like nowhere to be found. And I went and I bought the collector's edition too because it came with a little locker that I actually wanted to use. And then I bought it and the locker was like fucking like the tiniest piece of crap that you could think of. (laughs) Like you couldn't fit anything worthwhile in the stupid thing. Uh, And then I never finished it. I think I watched Megan beat it and then that was good enough. (laughs) I didn't need to play it anymore. I uh, Thankfully, Grand Theft Auto 5 was way, way better, I thought, but. That's a different story. Uh, I feel like it's going to be cool in like a year or two when Grand Theft Auto 4 is on your phone, though. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> um, I typically ignore... Like, I usually don't read or look at reviews for games. Uh, I usually, like, critics-wise, like, I don't look at, like, publications and stuff. I either decide I want to get a game based on the advertising that I see for it, or I... I wait until it's like already out and then I see someone playing it and then I want to play it because they look like they're having fun. So I think like on the one hand, I'm never on top of what's coming out. <laughs> like I almost never pre-order a game. I think I pre-ordered like one game ever. And um, that was because it was a fable game and I already loved fable. So it could do no wrong in my eyes at the time. Um until, until it came it out so and it did so much wrong. I, I was so mad. I still have like the collector's edition stuff where I gave I gave it to my my brother. He uses it to hide stuff now because it had like a little like hidden compartment in it and it looks like a book. So we put stuff in it and then hide shit in a little compartment. But we all know what we all know <laughs> it's it's there, so it's not a very good hiding spot, Keegan. Um, and then it came with a deck of playing cards that my parents love, uh, and I think that was the best part of the game was like giving that shit to my family. <laughs> But like I don't know. At the same time, like on the one hand, I never, I never pre, I don't really pre-order things. I never know what's coming out until it's a little too late. But on the other hand, like I haven't had a bad experience with a game really. Like I've never like bought a game and regretted it because I wait. <laughs> so hmm. you know, I think that's a fair trade. I I think I would rather only get games that I enjoy playing than like buy something and hate it and have to like return it or lose money out on it so i'm lazy it's fine uh the other one i was gonna say is uh injustice gods among us and the critic is shane o'hare because that game's fucking great (laughs) did you guys did you guys see the ninja turtles trailer yeah it looks super cool yeah i can't wait to get that 
Uh, I would like to, I, I feel like that's a game I don't know why I haven't picked up yet, but next time it goes on sale, I'll probably do so because it's got like a pretty, like it looks like there's just so much customization, which is cool. I said half an hour ago, I don't care about that, but uh, it looked cool in that game. But also there's like, like the first game had a cool kind of campaign mode and I imagine the second one has a pretty interesting story as well. I, I read that. Yeah, the second one's a lot better. Oh, than really? The first one, I and I got super, like I, when the first game came out, I was, I read the first year or two of the comic book and really enjoyed that as well. Turtles. <laughs> that was just a real rubbed ending. I'm mad that the, the comic, the comic killed off Huntress. So fuck this. Fuck <laughs> I hope it's non-canon. Oh, oh, oh stupid. How do we forget? Kingdom Hearts three got, uh, release year of this year. <laughs> Does anybody Along believe it a... though? When was that game originally supposed to come out? I don't think they ever had a release uh, date, or, or they just always said coming soon. So this is the first time they've actually listed like an like actual time frame. Too. Apparently, soon soon they... is a very relative term. Apparently, yeah, apparently. But you know, you know what happened with fifteen? They promised September and then delayed it to November. I mean, like after years and years. Did you guys see? There's a Final Fantasy fifteen Pocket Edition no. now. So they've I saw that. It's, yeah, I, I downloaded that because the first chapter is free, and then you can buy like the rest of the game. But they've kind of put the whole game of Final Fantasy 15, redone the graphics to like be more mobile friendly. Um, so it's kind of kind of older 3D Final Fantasy styled. Uh, but then you get to, to play through like the story and the major battles and everything like that. But it's like a more phone friendly, like bite sized version. Oh, cool. um, I've I, the trailer looks really cool. I've downloaded it. Haven't had a chance to play it yet, but the first chapter is free on iOS and Android. So Courtney, if you're looking for an RPG I at all, uh, check it out. It looks pretty. It, it it it's being been quite well. Excuse me, quite well received so far. I think I think already you can buy all of the chapters as well if you choose to. But Ooh. the first chapter, which is I think is like an hour or so, is totally free. I so like you can free. see if you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> We've we've established that you like free and you like free. And you, you like free and you like loot boxes. You're the problem. Well, I like free loot boxes <laughs> and cats. My cat needed attention, so he had to mm-hmm. jump up in my lap and scratch the fuck out of me. Um, so that's it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, I think that's Josh about it. Go do his test. Yes. All right. Yes. Um, Josh, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you could find me just about everywhere at Inu Joshua and Derek. Uh, I am at D Cranavelt on Twitter and uh, Captain K17 across gaming platforms. And you can find me on Twitter at AK Geek Girl and check us out on Facebook. In our Facebook group, we have, uh, what is it? Facebook.com slash group slash Geekscape Games. And I'm going to try and revive our Twitter uh, at Geekscape Games. So that should Ooh. be happening this week. So that's it. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Good.